This is the Weird is the New Black Show. Episode 46 of the Weird is the New Black Show. And tonight is going to be a good one. I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Positive Date. What's cracking? How you doing? I'm good. What's good with you? Feeling good. I have a uh, redefined hairline yet again for <laughs> the uh, for the week. Uh, give it two weeks and I'll be back to nothing. So we're here today. Rocking with someone who I find to be one of the most interesting people that I've come to follow on the uh, social medias, on the Instagrams. This woman here rocks. I love what she does, love her vibe because it's very free and, may I say, very badass. Badass. Oh, most definitely. Definitely. I checked out your stuff last night. It was dope. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and her fro is magnificent. Dare oh I say God, immaculate? I'm jealous right now. Like, I could never. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes. She's like a five and a half years old now. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Powerful. I had, Powerful. Amazing. I had a really bad relaxer and was like, never again. I'm just going to let this shit grow. I I did the Big Chop last year, and I'm loving it. It's like a little tiny fur right now, but I'm like just letting it grow under my weave, so I'm I'm good right now. (laughs) I couldn't do the Big Chop because I was like, I don't look like a dude. So I just I definitely looked like a little boy for a minute. I did, but like I really enjoyed it. I was just like, I like this. My hair feels, like my head feels really nice and breezy. I enjoy it. Right. Also, like my hair looks not looking crazy under my wigs anymore, so it's cool. I can relate. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, um, so we're here <laughs> with, uh, she's known as the goddess Hulanta of the naturally kinky. And if you go on Instagram, she goes by officially kinky with two Y's. Uh, just one Y? You're two Y's. I'm two Y's. Okay, there's a lot of Y's in the house <laughs> right now. Okay, cool. Two Y's, and, and Hulanta only has one Y. So officially kinky on Instagram. The naturally kinky on Instagram. Naturally kinky, sorry. Naturally kinky on Instagram. A lot of words here. I know. A lot of <laughs> words. All right. So naturally kinky on Instagram and positive date. Mm-hmm. Got everything smoothed out. Yeah. All right. And I am uh, Mike Bayonne, this regular ass Mike Bayonne in the house right <laughs> All right. So we're here to talk about you and what you do. And first, I just wanted to ask you, how did it all begin for you? Starting where? <laughs> Starting in the in the universe. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> starting um, in the world of kink. So it's kind of hard to like say exactly where I started, okay. but throughout my life, even as like a really young kid, like I understood bodies and feelings and sensations and sex a lot like quicker and easier than most people did or at least quicker than my family expected me to Mm. so like i knew what sex was before i was like 10. i knew like it kind of self-explanatory to me like i have a hole you have a penis i think they go together (laughs) i'm pretty sure one goes inside the other they definitely do i've heard Mm. moaning before i and so you know it kind of just clicked in my head and i and i figured it out like you know do 
I don't know, brain or whatever. But, like, I had a, I felt kind of ashamed for knowing it so young because my family was constantly, like, you know, hiding me away from seeing sex scenes in movies and mm-hmm. hiding me from seeing, hearing sexual music or stuff like that. And it's, like, when your family kind of hides you from it, it just makes you more interested in what it is you're not supposed to be knowing. So, of course, I was doing, you know, I was eavesdropping and stuff. Like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So my aunt was, like, you know, giving me the sex talk because my mom was a huge tomboy. She she didn't want to talk to me about sex, my body, puberty, none of that. So my aunt did for the most part. But she was like, you know, I remember I was hanging out at her house during the summer and one day I was using the bathroom and just chilling and she knocked on the door and she was like, do you play with yourself? And I was like, oh shit. How do I answer this question? The answer is no, but how do I like admit that knowing <laughs> what the answer like how, I was like, I play by myself. <laughs> but not with myself. Like. Yeah, I was like, I play by myself. And she was like, Okay. And I just hear her walk away from the door and I was like, Hi, hi. And then she would <laughs> catch me again and we were coming home coming uh back to her house after, you know, a nice day. It was me, my aunt and her husband at the time. We were just chilling. And she turns on the music and she goes, do you know what sex is? And I was like, shit. Uh, yeah, it's when two people who really like each other, you know. These questions just really just stuff. come out the random. She yeah. just, like, just catch her off guard real quick. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to know the answers to these questions or not. And I kind of feel like I'm not supposed to know. So I feel kind of ashamed that I do know. And I was excited when I got my period. I was like, oh, shit, I'm about to be a woman. I'm about to grow breasts. I'm going to have, like, pubic hair and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be a whole thing. My mom was like, no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> no. And I was like, all right, well, self-discovery. And I had these really, really, really old books. I think they're from, like, the 70s or the early or late 60s or something like that. Okay, I shouldn't say they're really old. That makes it sound bad. But, like... <laughs> The information in them was old. So I was, yeah, they oh, were vintage. vintage. The information in them was old. So it was like talking about the body and where like attraction comes from and stuff like that. And I was reading those. And it was like weird because one of the passages was like, there is no sexual pleasure from anal stimulation. And I was like, that don't feel right to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's right. I don't know why, but I don't feel like that's right. And it was kind of like, low-key anti like homophobe it was anti like gay for a second but yeah that's like that sounds real yeah that sounds real right there like there's like, no pleasure from that are you sure yeah i was like i don't know about that like my booty feels things sometimes but maybe i'm not <laughs> supposed to but it's like my mom didn't tell me about these things and she just wasn't about telling me those things so i was like right. all right okay i figured it out myself and so you know as the internet became born uh self-exploration became a thing. Like, I figured out how to, you know, look online for certain things and hide those websites. Like, I definitely was this person to be in the basement with our TV on, like, volume one, watching HBO, like, late-night movies. And just like, oh. That was me. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So you're just watching. I was like, oh, okay. That's how you do it. Yeah, I was like, this is kind of hot. And be, have like you know cartoons on the last button just in case I heard something. Yeah, just like the flip channel. Just like okay, oh, that was like, my method. You? Yeah, that was my method. Cartoons yes. was on last, and then what I would do is do cartoons on last, and then forward to uh, another channel as if I was just you know flipping through channels. Mm-hmm. What was the last thing you was watching? Push last, boop, cartoons. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
So, like, throughout my life, I've had, like, moments where I've discovered things that I'm interested in and had to do this discovery for myself. And it's kind of like a rabbit hole when you find an interest in one subject, whether it be, like, anime or manga or TV or music or whatever. Somehow there's, like, a deeper hole where no one really goes in. Mm -hmm. There is a kink for that. And I was just kind of interested in, like, all this sexual things. And I was having these experiences with people not even people, with a a person in middle school who kind of, in my head at that time, taught me how to be a good girlfriend. Mm -hmm. But, like, he was very sexual. And mind you, this is in middle school. So, like, I'm just going off of what this person knows because clearly you know everything. I'm supposed to, okay, so I'm supposed to allow you to touch me in certain places. I'm supposed to allow, I'm supposed to send you pictures of me and I'm supposed to do this and this is what I'm supposed to do. But some things I felt uncomfortable with. Yeah, Like, there were times where we went to the same middle school, and my mom was like, oh, well, you know, I'll drive you guys to the football games. I'm like, all right, cool. And then his mom would drive us home. And one day he, like, slid from that seat over there and just came straight over to my side just so he could try to, like, touch me while his mom was driving. Wow. Yeah, and I felt Mm -hmm. very uncomfortable, and I was like, I don't know what to do right now. Right. Yeah, and like I couldn't tell my mom because then I had to admit the fact that I was doing other things that were sexual, and I had to, it was too much. You I would have to admit, to yeah, yeah, and you don't want to do, especially age, with like yeah. black mom. Mm-hmm. She would, she would have cracked everyone's neck open. We all would have been dead. It would just been a massacre. So I just kept that to myself. Right. And then getting through high school, like I was, I've always been like the odd-looking kid, super skinny, super bony, and I always had like either cornrows most of my life, or I had like permed hair which of course wasn't growing very well because it just wasn't for my hair i know this now so i didn't really have a boyfriend until like the last three months of my senior year and i only knew what i had known from that guy in middle school about how to be a girlfriend and he had already had plenty of girlfriends so he knew what he wanted and i'm still trying to figure myself out so i was doing all kinds of weird, reckless things. Nothing too sexual, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, like, I wasn't, I don't know, I was goofing around too much, and he just wasn't taking it seriously. And then through his insecurities leading into our college and then being at college and then all this other stuff, I was like, I just need to figure out what the fuck I am. Like, who mm-hmm. am who am I, first of all? So once I finally got out here to Philly and I took my last two years of college here, and it wasn't until my thesis where I was just like, I'm going to make it about the true self and mm-hmm. where that true self comes from and how that true self can connect to many different things in your life mm-hmm. and how it's kind of a parallel to outer space. Your inner space is where you think of who you truly are. When you're like, who am I? Who I want to be without mm-hmm. any limitations. That's where the inner self is compared to the outer space, which is like the universe and shit. It was real deep. It was real, mm-hmm. like, Bill not a Science Guy type shit. It was amazing. Yo, that shit, that shit sounds real fucking deep. I actually Yo, would love to read that shit. <laughs> it was hella deep. I spent many a night stoned as fuck being like, so if outer space and inner space, I'm like, am I too high? My friend was like, no, you're not high. You, you good, you good. And I was like, am I though? But, like, from there, it became more open about my body and my sexuality and what I want. And then how I don't like going by labels in general. I feel like labels is what keeps people from being who they truly want to be. So I will identify as a black woman because Mm -hmm. that is forefront who I will and always be. I will die a black woman Mm -hmm. unless, you know, 40 years from now I decide that I'm no longer a black woman. But, like, for the most part, 
at this moment and 25 years old i am a black woman and i identify as a goddess but not a person to be worshipped i mean if you want to worship me that's cool but like mm. i don't want you to think of me as like a female version of god and christianity or religion mm. like i'm a goddess because i control my fate i control my destiny i can move the stars i control the energy around me i can take life give life i can do all things i put my mind to if i decided i'm gonna learn how to fly i'm gonna figure it out because it's endless possibilities i am limitless and in my limitlessness my sexuality is whatever is ever flowing it's fluid i don't say that i you know don't like certain things because i haven't tried everything mm -hmm. so like pansexuality i guess would be the label for my sexuality if it was needed to have one which is uh basically like anybody <laughs> like it doesn't matter what your physical form is to me like your personality is what is what i'm attracted to first so you know you could be a woman a man transsexual you could be you know fucking identify as a dinosaur i don't care really like I'm attracted to the person and not necessarily a body all the time. But kinkiness kind of just came from me always being interested in sex. I originally wanted to be a sex therapist, but mm -hmm. my family being kind of conservative, like they were like, are you having sex? I was like, no. Do I have to have sex to be a sex therapist? Exactly. Like, is that? And they were like, are you sure that's what you want to do? Like, why do you want to be a sex therapist? Why do you care so much about sex? And I was like, is it wrong that I care about sex so much? So instead, I was just like, fine, I'm going to go to college to be doing something that I actually enjoy doing, which was art. So I went to school to do art, not for the degree, but for the skill and to That's practice dope. my skill. Yeah. So now I was like, you know what? Whatever I do in life, I'm going to work art into it. Whatever I do in life, I'm going to be the best at it. So when people ask me, what do you do? It's like, what do you need me to do? And if I can't do it, I'm going to find someone else who can. And I'm like a plug that way. So low key, I'm like a sex plug too. Cause it's like, if I don't know about it, I know someone who's a professional who do know, who does know about it. That's kind of where the Naturally Kinky came, actually Kinky came involved is it actually started this year. I'm surprised of how far I've gotten in this one year. It's not even over yet. I'm always surprised of like how far we're getting. And it's just like, friends don't let friends have bad sex. So like, I'm trying to be everybody's sex friend. Like, Let's yes. 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 Like if you there have a high five in between that, just because yeah. I know everyone can't see it, but yeah. I seen it. Five five. It was real. It was I'm real. trying to be everyone's sex <laughs> friend. So like everyone has a friend who's super kinky and slutty and blah blah blah. But like I'm that sex friend who has the actual facts. Mm -hmm. So yes. I'm here to tell you what you can put in your butt, what you can't put in your butt. Don't touch that. Do put that there. I legit just had a conversation like this with my friend because I walked into her room mm -hmm. and I saw an open bottle of coconut, a coconut oil jar. I was just like, my nigga, what are you doing with this? <laughs> and she hates talking about sex. I'm just like, I don't, I really want to know what you're doing with this because I'm curious, but I also yeah. really want to know just in case you're not doing it and like putting it near your vagina. Cause like, don't do that. Like if you're not supposed to put it in your face, don't put it in your vagina. Like don't do that. People are always asking, cause I work at a sex store too and I've worked there for three and a half years now. Time out. Now is this my favorite sex spot on uh, South Street? Common Kingdom. First of all, listen. <laughs> the stories and experiences that I had there, yo. Like, 
I would sneak in there, yo. I was a grown person. Mm-hmm. I would go in there, look around, like, oh, we see you. We yeah. see y'all sneaking in there. <laughs> Facts. Because when the the weirder y'all are when you walk in, the more obvious we see you. So it's like, why are they acting so damn weird? Now we gotta watch y'all because you're acting shady. But it's most of the time, people are just nervous. Yeah, that's how I was when I first started going in there. Because either I would make eye contact, or I would go in there and I'll be too chatty. And I'll be like, hey, how y'all doing today? Ha ha ha. It's, it's nice, right? I was all like sidestep my way away out the scene <laughs> into the back where the movies were at. I remember when I first bought my first film back there, and I just walked up to the calendar. And I said, "Please tell me when this was. Like, what year was this?" Okay, you really want to know what the years was? Yes. This was the year two thousand and five. Okay, wow. good. Because you said you bought your first film. I was just like, well, I bought my first movie in two thousand and five, but I had seen my first movie when I was eight years old on the Spice Channel. I think we, we, we talked about. I think we talked about this. Spice Channel and Adam and Eve and Playboy Channel, which was actually on the same channel as like the horse races, but at seven o'clock we hit. Then yep. it'll be Playboy Channel. I've never known this. Yes. What the hell? I used to be wanting to go to a friend's house who had the good with the good cable because mm-hmm. that's when the stuff like Spice after a while became like adult television shows, and I'd be like, ooh, yep, titties. Yeah, like um, God, yo, yes. I used to have like I'm not from here. I'm not from North Carolina, so everyone usually has between like Directv and Dish. Yeah. So I had Dish. So on like those channels, after like, after a certain point, I forget it's like I think it's like ten or eleven, like the HBO channels, like Stars, they all yeah. have like you know just porn movies, the and they're all romance. and those movies were never like <laughs> was regular movies. They always had like the weird ass like storylines, like yeah, like girls in space or like some <laughs> random ass shit happening. And honestly, I used to watch it for the storylines because this shit used to be good. I was just yeah. like, this bitch just beamed out the shit in a chapel. Like, what's happening? That like, was my shit. I remember one was like, oh, me and my girls are just going to the beach for a weekend and blah, blah, blah. And oh my gosh, such and it would be so dramatic. Like I'm totally would. into porn with storylines. And then one day I was watching and it was all killed for me when I realized that they were wearing like flesh colored panties. And I was like, why did she keep putting her hand like there in the same? That must be uncomfortable. I was like, because she was hiding the fact that they weren't actually having it's softcore sex. porn. Softcore yeah. porn is the biggest lie in America, yo. <laughs> <laughs> After that day, I was ever. I literally threw the remote down. I was like, yeah. it's not real. Honestly, I, the Dream reason why shattered. I stopped watching it is when I realized when like when they were showing it, it'll be they'll be actually having sex, but they I would never see their dicks. That yep. shit pissed me off. So it's like, why do I not like? Why are you not showing it? And now I'm just like, I don't want to see dicks. Like, I, mm, it depends. Like in real life, I don't want to see dicks. But porn, I'll see your dicks. Like, <laughs> but here I'm just like. Why can't I see it? I see most of her, but I want to see him too. It's I guess because it's easier to cover up a woman's like genitals than it is to like cover yeah. up a man. Yeah, because like honestly, because you never saw their either genitals. It's just be mo- mainly big boobs, just yep. like everywhere. But like this one was like You're wearing cock socks out here, man. Yo, <laughs> it's upsetting. I was sitting there like oh, I used to hate it because like if I was a kid, I'm like wow, I usually go to work, but then after like I seen like the real real movies, so what they were doing in those films, I'm like. The emotions ain't real. This guy's like, oh, oh. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I might put this something, something isn't right. Then I found yep. out the truth. Yeah. I saw mm-hmm. the wizard behind the curtain. I said, God damn it. Yep. Yep. Porn's kind of like that. It's kind of unfortunate. Like, but so I've just recently got into like paying for porn, which I know a lot of people are against doing, but 
You mean like only vids, like only fans and mini vids, stuff like that? Yeah. I do that too. Oh yeah. yeah. See, we we had a whole conversation about this like uh, when we first started our podcast, we we're talking about sex workers, and I follow a couple of them, and my favorite is Raquel Savage, and she just started doing that. I love Raquel Savage. I love her so much. She's, She's dope. my favorite fucking person ever on this earth. I just <laughs> love one. <like, laughs> <laughs> I just started um, buying videos from King Noir, but. One, it was to support because, mm-hmm. like, he's a friend of mine, but also because I was like, you good porn. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, watching, like, the trailers and stuff like that. I was like, one day I'll buy one. And then I bought one. I was like, best 34 minutes of my life. Oh, damn. Let me tell you something about that cat, yo. I support him and Jet Set Jasmine. Jet Set and Jasmine. Jet Set and Jasmine. Because uh, they're a couple and they make films together, sometimes two different things. And King Noir, <laughs> what I respect about him the most is that. He does not discriminate mm-hmm. against body types. I've seen him do women of all shapes and sizes, yo. He loves BBW. In fact, I, yo, it's yo word. <laughs> Shout out to Crystal Blue. I was like, my man went in for the count. He ain't back down. I said, my man. <laughs> but um, it's it's kind of funny, like, cause he also he also raps. Yeah. And my friend actually did music for him. Yeah. Produced for him. I was like, yo, how small a world is this? But yeah. I love a rapping porn star. Yo, he got His bars. His music's really good too. Yeah. He can oh, rap. Shit. His stuff is on uh, SoundCloud, and uh, most of his stuff is on SoundCloud, but his other stuff is on iTunes now. He just came out with two new songs in, oh, like, really the past good. few days. So, like, see now, like, see, no one can expose him now. Like, there's going to be, like, nudes leaked. Like, nigga, my nudes are already up here. Oh, yeah. Pay for these shits. Plus, see, like, my man usually like, fights. So, like, I'm, I ain't going to go against him. Like, yo, don't care. He's such a nice dude, though. Yeah. But, like, some people are like, oh, man, you, you do porn. It's like, so? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like. I get paid though too. Facts, exactly. Like, Ooh, that's like my main thing when I'm talking about people about this because they were like, "Man, I'm not paying for this." I'm like, "But you technically are paying for sex in general because if you're going to take me out and do all this stuff, guess what you're doing? Paying for it. Because if you ain't paying for shit, I'm not giving you shit." Because well, yes, if I'm buying you 20 piece of a Chick Chick Fil A nuggets, yo. <laughs> You know, you, you know what's going down. I'm playing. <laughs> First of all, my pussy's worth more than 20 piece Chick fil A exactly. nuggets. 40 okay. pieces? No, I'm playing. But all jokes aside, you're right. You're right, though. Yes, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that cheap, okay? Get the, I mean, you know, but it depends on like the person that you're with, though. So some people are like, you know, all you have to do is buy me some chicken nuggets. That's all. Like, so that's some people's aftercare. Some people's aftercare is being treated to certain food types afterwards. I'm going to get into that soon, too, because. I want to say this. People who have seen films like Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, my God. Or read the book. And they yes. think that that's all what King and BDSM is based upon the book. But if you ask someone, like, yeah. Like, if you go on Fet Life right now. All right. So, let's keep it a buck fifty, right? If you're on Fet Life, it's a bunch of dudes on there who are like, I'm a dom, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you don't know nothing of what doms are actually there for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not knowing that it's actually a role that you're playing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and a submissive, and submissives are actually more in control than you are, for one. And number two, do you know anything about aftercare? Like, what's the else aftercare? See, you can't touch exactly. me. My thing is, just because you're an asshole doesn't make you a dom. Exactly. And I can tell just from the message that you send me in my DMs whether or not you're an asshole or whether or not you're a professional dom. Yo, I've seen some screenshots that women have taken like posted throughout like as of late, probably within the past few months, people I've started to follow on Instagram and I'm seeing the things that these guys are saying. And I'm like, yo, where do you Negroes come from, cuz? Honestly. It's, oh. The same things they say, like, yeah, 
Like, this one woman, like, she posted her joint. My man laid out an entire list. He said, yeah, I've seen you before. I'm trying to have you on my team. Do this, this, and that. She was like, good day, sir. People come into my DMs talking about, I would love to fuck you in your ass, but you blah, 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 blah. I'm like, first of all, who the fuck you coming into my DMs like this? I don't know who you are. <laughs> you introduce yourself. Exactly. You say hello. You need to do shit out. So that's like coming to someone's door randomly and be, just be like, ding dong, hello. I'm trying to fuck you in your ass. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that shit is weird. Honestly, I've never had someone do that. Like, I've never had someone gonna be like, oh, I want to try to fuck you. I'm like, no. I've had people, like, profess their entire love for me just from seeing my pictures. I'm like, yeah. I've seen your pictures. I want to take you out. I want to take care of you. Da, da, da. I'm just like, get the fuck out of my DMs. One, I could be a whole serial killer. Like, you are not. No, don't do that shit to me. But I've had no. I've had someone be like, yeah, like, you real fine. I'm trying to fuck with you. I'm just like, I'm trying to like, I'm really trying to like give you that real dick. I'm like, fellas, are you listening? I don't know. Fellas, are you listening to what's being said right now? Approach it like you coming in for a job interview. Exactly. Because the same respect that you would give someone that you're trying to get a job from is the same respect you should be giving any woman or any person that you're approaching to get their time, energy, or to be a part of, like, to touch their body. In any way, you're trying to get consent from them. Come at them with absolute respect. If you come into my DMs with no no respect at all, you either get ignored or straight up blocked or cussed the fuck out. Like... I'm not about it. I don't have time. There's exactly. so many messages I just straight on skip through because mm-hmm. I'm just like, this is disrespectful, motherfucker. It is 3 a.m. <laughs> I do not need this. Exactly. I will just straight cuss you out, and then I'll, I'll just straight cuss you out. That's period. Well, here's the thing. I can't always be cussing people out because some people want that. So some people oh, like it when you're mean. Oh, yeah. 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 Some people like it when you're mean. Some people like it when you're aggressive and it gets them off. So they try to trigger you into being like mad at them. Yeah. So I try not to do that all the time. But there's sometimes yeah. like, I don't understand who the fuck you think you talk to. I've actually recently just had a guy do that to me. He saw me. Um, he like we matched on Tinder like a year ago. But when I stopped talking to him, he randomly sees a photo of me on Snapchat. And he goes, I want to fuck you so bad. I'm like, sir, what? Sir. And I'm just like, uh-uh, no. And he's just like, he starts sending me these pictures of his dick. He's like, do you think my dick's small? Is it too little for you? I was just like, I'm not about to play these games because I know you want me to say like, oh, yeah, it's really small. And um, No, I'm not oh, doing it. Oh, like, sir, this is ocular rape, Black. and I will not have this. Exactly. I learned that term from Glamazon. Yeah, that's my mentor. Glamazon, <gasps> Tiomi is the shit, yo. I met her before, like, like a last, maybe last year, I think it was. Dope as hell, dope human being. And her actual, her channel, I followed her on Snapchat. That's how I first got onto her. And she was very, really cool. She had a lot of information she was sharing. Yep. But yo, it was like every damn time. It was like some dude on there, like Joe Johnson, 759. Dude sending her like dick pics and shit, just like sending this shit. I'm like, dude, don't do this shit. And y'all it's keep like doing this It shit. will never, I don't understand. When has a, sending someone a random dick pic ever worked for you? Ever. I don't know. Like, um, someone airdropped me a dick pic the other day on SEPTA. Nigga, what? Excuse me, yo. Right. Excuse me, yo. yo, yo, yo. Right. They're airdropping dick pics now? On SEPTA. Airdrop the dick. Let me tell you how son. I was two seconds. Like, I was sitting on my phone. You know, we had just stopped at, like, 13th Street or some shit like that. And I was reading this article. I was really in my emotions. I was reading this article about how, you know, Philly schools are shutting down and there's no ACs, the buildings are true. I was like, emotion. I'm like, this is a problem. America, Philly. Like, I was really getting into it. And then all of a sudden, bloop, bloop. 
iPhone wants to send you a picture, accept or decline. I was like, well, I can see it already. It's an ashy ass dick. Who the fuck's dick is this? Like, I was two seconds. Like, whose dick is this? Yo, Who I would just airdrop me their dick. Rude ass motherfucker. And there's only a few black of y'all niggas on this train. <laughs> so I'm going to go around to every single one. Is this your assy dick? Is this your ashy dick? Excuse me, ma'am. Is this your niggas ashy dick? Is this Yo. you? Is this you? <laughs> I was Sorry. felt so dis. Respected. It's, it's, it's definitely violated, yo. Yeah. Seriously. I was like, I was in a whole other mindset. And you came over here with your... First of all, if you're going to send me a dick pic, your nuts need to not be ashy. The area around the dick needs to not be ashy. Nothing needs to be ashy. It needs to be nice. Listen, don't send me the same regular hot dog poses. You spread yo, leg. Uh, you bird's eye view. Like... Have some, you know, matter of fact, niggas should go out and have a whole photo shoot for the dick, okay? Because the amount of effort that women put out for the photos that they take of themselves for themselves and and or for other people, I feel like y'all don't put that much effort into it. Not at all. Y'all just be be sitting in your pajamas a lot. First of all. For my pictures. I don't mean to attack you. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't, if I'm doing anything, it's it's great sweatpants. I'll have PJs, but I understand. <laughs> but, but but you're right. I mean, because look, we just—it's easy for us. We like click, click, whack, you know what I'm saying? Or we stand in the stand in the mirror, your leg up, like bow, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Or the it's under always joint, it's always people in the mirror just with the, like just in the mirror, just mm-hmm. like just stand like this. Just yep, chest pics don't do shit for me. Cool, you got a body. What else? Like, or they're just completely naked in the mirror, just like. Just put some there. effort into it. Make it look creative. Look at make it look like you put some effort into it. Because if I wanted to see a chest pic, I can Google that shit. If I wanted to see a dick pic of an ashy penis, I could do that shit. I don't need you. Like when people ask me, oh, can I like, you know, ask you opinion about my penis or whatever, I charge them. You I sure can. Here's my cash app, here's my Venmo, here's my PayPal. How much you charge them for it? Just send me a picture of your dick. I didn't ask for this. Oh, how much? It yeah. depends. So I've, I've charged people like $25 a picture. Yo, do that. Get your money up. Ask. That is good. I'm going to fucking start doing that shit. Look, if you ask me for a picture of your dick, to see a picture of your dick, I'm going to charge you. If you send it to me without mm. me asking for it or without my permission, I'm going to charge you for that too. And if you don't pay, I'm going to block you. I've done that. I've actually had, a, I was friends with a guy. He, like, he loved posting his dick on the internet, on Twitter. He loved doing it. And I completely, like, I already told him, like, we're friends. I don't ever want to see a picture of your dick. And I used to have a Tumblr where I used to, like, I never show my, fa- my face or anything. And I used to post sexy pictures of me. Just, like, mainly, like, on my butt and stuff. Because, like, eh. That was yeah. you? No. <laughs> <laughs> and he used to follow me. So he was just, like, he thought, oh, you're, sitting, you're posting pictures of your body. I'm going to send you a dick pic. I'm just, like, sir, did I not tell you? Do not ever send me a pic of your dick. I don't care if you've already had it on your internet. I don't care if how many people have seen it. I, don't want I have clearly it. expressed to you, don't fucking do that. And then you're going to act like, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. Yes, the fuck you did. Yes, the fuck you did. You At this point age, so every minute of my time is precious, mm-hmm. and I have time to waste, and it's all money. So at this point, if I am not being paid to look at your dick, or if I did not ask for it, that's, that's a fee. So that's an ocular rape fee. So if you do not want to be blasted for being an ocular rapist, pay up. Go exactly. ahead, pay up. That's a good. But hustle. if you do want your dick rated, slide my DMs. Yeah. I'll slide you my PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Some I'll give you a good rating. Yeah. Some dudes definitely do that. But I think my approach now is that since you guys are so critical about dick pics, 
I'm gonna put my dick in the uh, the, the same yellow and black tracksuit that Bruce Lee had on in um, Game you of Death. In putting your dick in like these weird outfits. But wait, that's great though, because in Exotica they had a whole booth, and they were like these. I don't remember what it was called. It was something clever, but it was dick pics. But it was pictures of people's penises in different outfits there was one in the shape of like trump he had a little wig on there was one that was like all celebrity types there's penises but they had like outfits on he we were talking about this last episode he said he was going to be it was like a versace suit or something it was a a versace like uh like spring collection outfit exactly he he said he was gonna do that i was just like if someone sent me a dick pic and it was their penis looking nice in a handmade versace penis suit I, bet, I, like, right. I couldn't be mad at that. Your dick got money. All right. And then I might end That's it like, with Arsenio Hall f- like flat top on it too. You know what I mean? Could keep it retro. <laughs> I couldn't be mad at that, honestly. If it was <laughs> if it's just like if it's in a Versace shoe, I'm like But wait, where's the flat top? Is the flat top your actual pubic hair or is the flat top on the tip of your dick? Because how does that work? Yeah. See, I was gonna actually I was gonna <laughs> do on the tip of the dick because I'll have like little like rubber band around the um little afro and put like bop at the top. Right. <laughs> I gotta be careful because I like, lose circulation down there with elastic yeah. things. So yeah, it's, it would only be a quick picture after that. I like, might like it though. Yeah, that, like, yeah that's a whole that's, that's a whole different kink right there. And I have my experience with those two, but it's neither here nor there. Actually, <laughs> it is there because it's an episode we're on right now. <laughs> Can't hide from the truth. Can't hide from the truth. Yeah. Oh wait, but so like I actually do want to ask you like, how did you get into like kink, like your kink? Oh, um. I guess it really started when I started working on Con and Kingdom. So, like, I was just walking to Dallas Street with my friends, and they had a hiring sign on the door. So I was like, I mean, I know shit about sex and dildos. And mm-hmm. I, like, I was like, I know shit. Like, I know things about sex and stuff. So I filled out the application, mm-hmm. and I got a call back, and they were asking me, like, do you feel comfortable talking to people about sex? I'm like, yeah. They're like, do you feel comfortable, you know, dealing with confrontation with people? We get a lot of people who have different opinions about sex and people and sexualities. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking cut the person out. You can't talk <laughs> shit like Damn, that. I'm here. Opportunity. Damn, I used to work right next there, too. Oh, next there, too. I'm yeah. opportunity. It, it's like working there, I have gotten to uh, learn a lot more. So when I started working, they give you a, a rundown. They see how much you know about certain products. And then they give you a extensive knowledge breakdown of all the stuff that's in the store, like the ingredients and what's good, how to use them, et cetera, et cetera. And then we recently just took a online course. So I'm now a certified sexual health person. Oh, oh shit. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I've been learning shit. And from there, I've like, I do the social media for Con and Kingdom now. Like, you know, I help throw events for Con and Kingdom to help get more people in. So people realize that we're not just a joke novelty shop. The people keep compared to Spencer's. We're not fucking Spencer's. Far from oh, God, no. We're more than Spencer's. But we do like to have incorporate fun into sex, mm-hmm. which is why we have novelty stuff. But from there, I've like, you know, doing all this research on like how to bring more people into the store and what people are interested in. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of time I was like doing research for the store about different kind of kinks that are out there, what kind of things people might be interested in, how we can use the toys that we have to go with the kinks that people have from low price to high price, like where they can go, where classes are, where events are, playrooms, all that stuff. And while I'm learning about those things, I'm learning about things for myself. And then I was like, I want to do more than what I can do inside of Cotton Kingdom. And I actually started working for Glamazon Tayomi 
around this time last year because uh, I was manifesting. I was like, I really wanted to go to Exotica. And it's at least three to four times a year in different parts of the country. And I was trying to get, you know, the owner to like, you know, let me go out there and represent Cotton Kingdom. And he was like, you know, Denver's just too far, too expensive. Chicago's too expensive. You know, try the New Jersey ones because it's closer. And I was like, all right, cool. So I was freaking out because I was like, you know, the hotels are selling out. I got to figure out how to get there. I've never been to Jersey before. Like, how, how am I going to do all this? Mm-hmm. And I'd already followed Tayomi, and I was, like, watching her live, and I was smoking a joint, and I was like, I'll get there somehow. I'm just not quite sure. And then not five minutes after I had said that, she hit up my phone and my DMs because I saw her at an affiliate event, mm-hmm. and we clicked. And she hit up my DM, and she was like, hey, what are you doing November from this to this? And I knew exactly what those dates were. And I was like, absolutely nothing. <laughs> Not doing anything. What you need, sis? She was like, well, we cooked really well, and I'd like for you to be, like, my assistant and help out. And I was like, oh, That's major. That's like, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, I was like, yes, absolutely. I would love to. And this was, like, back in, I think, like, September. So it was a few months before Exotica. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's awesome. She's like, great. I'll send you some details about it later. I was like, all right, cool. So, you know, a few weeks are going by. I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to get there and where I'm going to stay. And this is how manifesting works. Like, I was stressing out. I was like, I don't know where I'm going to stay. I don't really have that much extra money, and it's going to be expensive. And told me a mission that she might be able to have the place, but she wasn't quite sure. And I was, like, trying to work up all the extra money. I was trying to find sugar daddies. I was trying to do all the extra stuff. Mm-hmm. And so one day I was just like, you know what? Again, smoking junk manifesting. I was like, when I wake up, I will either have the money I need to get to Exotica or I will have a place to stay at Exotica. Put my joint out, went to sleep, and I woke up and she had texted me and she was like, uh, there'll be an extra bed in my room if you would like to stay there and we'll just have like a giant sleepover. And I was like, the goddess is in the building, yo. Yo, I need to start smoking weed and manifesting everything <laughs> yo, now. I'm telling you, I was like, I just got to put it all to the side and just like not worry. It will all be taken care of. And mm-hmm. what I learned from Tyler is like all good things are sure to come. And I'm just like, you know what? It's going to happen. And when I wake up, it's going to be fixed. And then there was that text message. And I was like, awesome. I had like hit up my friend who uh, I was still trying to figure out how I was going to get there. Because I was like, I don't really take a bus. It's like a three-hour transition to get there. I don't want to be late. And my friend had agreed to drive me uh, one day after work. So I did a whole shift at work. I went back home, got all my stuff together. He picked me up, and we drove there at like 5, 6 in the morning. And I got to New Jersey hella fucking early. And he was like, wait, so when does this start? I was like, I was supposed to meet her at like 8 o'clock. He was like, it's fucking 6.30. What are you going to do? Until then, I was like, I'm going to sit in this Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) And then... (laughs) I'm going to roll over to the convention center later, and then I'm going to, you know, do the thing. And then after I did the first Exotica weekend, it was an amazing experience. Like, I learned so much. Tayomi is as real as she seems on Instagram in person. Like, that is is exactly who she is. Hella dope. Hella dope. And I learned so much from her every single minute that we're together. And I've gotten, like, not closer to her. And then after that weekend, she was like, you know, would you like to do the rest of the tour with me next year? For the entire Exotica. And I was like, yes, I would. I would love to. And I was like, I don't even know how I'm going to get to all these different places. If I'm going to figure it out, yo, I'm, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to start saving up money. And Denver came along. She was like, you know, I got your plane ticket where you got to stay. So don't even worry about anything else. It's just bring you. And I was like, you know that gift? She's like, yes. <laughs> you a real one? 
And so that's like that's really how it works is like, you know, she takes care of me and I spend a whole weekend just making sure her dreams come true and everything's ready so she doesn't have to stress. And making her dreams come true helps me because what she's teaching everybody else is what needs to be hers. All about how to be free, how to do free love, like being sexually open and free and exploring your sexuality and learning and you know, breaking these barriers and stigmatisms of the ego and the system and everything. And it really became present to me after, I think, mm, I guess Ashley Kinky started around the time of uh, Denver, I guess, which was like in April. Mm-hmm. That's when I was like, I know all this information. People keep asking me, so I might as well just make a place where people can find it. And I just put my journey on a place where everyone else can see it because like it's not just for me like i want to show people this stuff works like i've never really seen a free loving black couple work that wasn't on tv until mm-hmm. i saw tayomi and naeem like in person and i see how they love each other and i see how they go about their life and they are themselves and they are themselves together openly freely 100 percent honest and i was like it exists, <laughs> like it's real. Like I've, I've seen it in person. So like when I go around and people ask me questions about like you know relationship types and monogamy, like I tell them what I know and I tell them what I believe and what I've learned from you know Real Love Church with Tayomi and Naeem, mm-hmm. and then I send them to them the rest of the way. Cause I'm just like I can only tell you what I've experienced so far. You're the plug. Yeah, I'm the plug. Right. Everything else, I'm just, you know, I'm passing you to the person who is the professional, who is the person who's going to lead you in the right direction. So if you want to learn about Fendom and you want to learn about, you know, porn and stuff like that, how to be professional porn people or do your own business and stuff like that, I'm going to send you to King and Jasmine, who are actually having a Femdom seminar next year, I believe, or later on this year. But I think they just sold out of tickets. And I've actually done... Uh, Jasmine's femdom seminar webinars before like mm-hmm. I paid for it not I didn't get it for free I paid for it and it was two separate days for two hours mm-hmm. and the amount of information that you get is completely worth it like Jasmine gives you everything that you need to know how to start contracts information like resources and it's all online you can ask questions firsthand and then you get an email with all that information and resources afterwards as well. So it's not just something that, you know, you have to, like, take notes all the time. You can if you want to. But it was really informal. And I was like, other people need to know this exists. So I put that on my page, too. And, like, you know, where they go, what they do, traveling to you to do fetish training. Like, not a lot of people do that. Not a lot of people want to go out to public places to learn these things. They'd rather come to you. Mm-hmm. And they're like, where do I get that? King and Jasmine. Book them for whatever fetish training you want, they come to you. And they do, you know, work with you on what you want, whether it's be sub, cuck holding, you know, how to do a dom, how to do whatever you're interested in, they're the ones to help you out with that. Including porn and parenting too. That's which, a, yes. That is amazing. Yes, and since Jasmine and King are parents, and King a new parent recently. Like it's great to learn from professionals who've been in the business for a while, and be able to you know learn how to parent with sex positive relationships with your kid. Nice, that's yeah. amazing. So speaking of Exotica and all those uh, dope experiences that you had, now 
you were able to teach your first seminar. I was. Uh, it wasn't, it, was, it went exactly as I thought it was going to go. Okay. Uh, there was not that many people there. It was also the first seminar of the day. Like the floor had just opened 15 minutes earlier. Uh, so there's a few people in there and one guy just making a bunch of joke remarks. But I'm so used to, in my seminar was about like sex toy one-on-one, buying sex toys for yourself and for uh, partner play. But I was like, I'm so used to talking to people about sex toys more like one-on-one in small groups and stuff like that, that I was like, I don't really want to stand here with a PowerPoint. I don't really want to stand here and just tell you things. So I was like, I will give you the basics of the things that I know. And then, you know, I want people to interact. So if you have any questions, let me know. Like, what topics do you want to talk about specifically? Even if it's just you, don't worry about someone else might have the same question. And 45 minutes goes by so fast because at one point I was like, okay, well, I guess we'll close early then. And I looked at my phone, I was like, we're on time. So, (laughs) you know, if anyone has any questions feel free to like find me at the booth and whatever and talk to me but i think it's um i think the what i just need to reevaluate how i go about it so my original idea was for my seminar to be mobile Mm -hmm. so you know once the majority of the people are here it's like all right now we're going to go out to these booths out on the floor and i'm going to show you these different tables that have stuff that you might be interested in and then you know i'll drop some of y'all off at the pleasure chest table some i'll drop off at the dungeon because everyone in the dungeon is, you know, a professional and educated in that uh, area. So you're not just getting a bunch of people who just, you know, whipping you and doing stuff for the fun of it. These are actual educated professionals. And my thing is, like, if you're going to do it, do it with as most correct information as possible. Mm-hmm. And working at Conan Kingdom, I've realized that people have completely wrong information. Mm-hmm all the time and I've had to like I, I overhear conversations and I try not to mm-hmm. jump into them too much yeah. but when I hear someone talking about something that's potentially dangerous I'm like actually um, <laughs> can I just butt in real quick don't put that in your butt and it's always something about the butt I don't know why people have like this low key fascination but disgust with the butt Hashtag can I just ask what have people tried to put in their butt oh, oh wow. my god just about everything and it's like the thing that you put in your butt has to be very specific so you never want to put anything in your butt that doesn't taper so go from small to large and then go back down to small so that's how like things get stuck in your butt. So if you just put like a regular bullet in your anus, like yeah. your butt is basically a suction of itself. So it's just gonna. Did you ever see those uh, X-rays? Yes. Like certain like it'll be like guys have gone in the hospital and just things that have been in people's asses. Like it was like a bottle in there, a light bulb, an army man was in one guy one time. Uh, actually, there's um. I remember this thing. Army guy. It's like Jesus that's Christ. fucking gross. But there's this like, video. Oh my god, you're talking about one guy, one jar. Yes, that. Ugh, that has scarred oh, me. Oh, I heard to about that, yo. Right, that has scarred me to this. I saw that day. when I was younger, and I was me like, too. Wow. I it saw was, that one in Two Girls One Cup. Same. It was like legit right after I saw that. I was like. Why am I? Why are you doing this to me right now? But here's no, the thing: I saw that and I was like, "Ugh!" But I'm super interested. Like, why would someone do this? Exactly. So, like, I'm super. I was big super interested. Why. Like, how is he still taking it out? I'm just like, "Ugh!" And the sound of it was just crazy. <laughs> oh, oh. And like the, and you can hear the crunching. I'm just like, "Shh." Yes. All right. So, like, 
another thing about me and why like kink works for me so well is I'm super interested in how and why people do things. So like I've taken a lot of psychology classes in like mm-hmm. high school and college because I just want to know why. What's in our brains that makes us like individuals that like certain things. So like you might like red and I might like red, but we might like separate color reds for separate reasons. And I was just like, where does that come from? Especially when you take child psychology, you realize we're all fucked. <laughs> like, I was like, oh my God, my family screwed me. I, was, I could have been such a less traumatized person. But like, no one really knows what they're doing when they're parenting for the first time. So mm-hmm. I can't be mad at anybody. But like, learning about different fetishes and kinks, I learn more about myself. So at Exotica, I've always wanted to go play in the dungeon. And November, this past, uh, I don't know why I keep saying November, like we're not still in November. <laughs> a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. at the last Exotica this year, I actually went into the dungeon, so I had like a fire play massage. I'm a super pyromaniac. Like, I love fire. I love hot weather. I love heat. Like, this winter shit, not for me. What is fire play? Please tell me. Okay, so fire play in general is any kind of play or simulation that involves fire obviously and then the massage that i had was basically me on the table and i had nothing on but just like my little underwear and my pasties and i got a full front and back massage where he had a fire baton and he would like run it across my body and like massage my skin so the heat and the pressure of the fire itself going across my body was really nice it's like a hot stone massage except that sounds amazing you should see Tay's face when she's subscribing it right now like that like that made a tingle on my back like yeah like it's really nice like I was I was like oh my god this is great I was falling asleep and I could hear the people around me or just like oh wow like I wonder this is now that the control is this i don't feel like answering questions i was having a massage i'm not gonna lie i was sweating because i was like one i'm afraid he might burn me but he didn't uh there's a part where if you hold it down for too long it might get too hot but for the most part like as long as you keep going Mm -hmm. and it's like uh i'm trying to figure out how to explain it it's like sensation and then after play so it's like impact and aftercare at the same Mm -hmm. time so the part that's makes it bearable <laughs> is the fact that even though it's hot when it goes on your skin mm-hmm. it's the s- coolest part of the flame is the blue part so mm-hmm. you don't really feel the super heat from the top so it's mm-hmm. warm and it's hot but then if it's uh the sensation is too much for some people the feeling of the hand going across your back is the aftercare That's so it's the hot and then shit. soothing hot and then soothing that sounds really cool yes my titties were so soft the next day i was like <laughs> yo my titties feel smooth as fuck okay and then someone was like, oh, wash out for her hair. I was like, yes, please wash out for my hair. This is real. I grew this. It does not need to be on fire. Yeah, see, now I, I just realized now I'm probably going to do that because this isn't synthetic. And I just. Oh, no. So you, you put the hair back and you all good. But my hair kind of sticks out. So it was like he couldn't go too close because as I'm laying down, especially when I was he was doing my back, like my hair comes oh, down yeah, pretty low. Kind of- so he didn't go too far. Like he stopped at a certain point just to make sure he didn't get my hair. But then there's also cupping, which is part of fire play. So you like put the fire in the inside of a cup and then put it onto the body. And the heat of the cup uh, suctions your body into the cup. And it, like, it's yeah. Dope, yeah. It's, I actually took a class at Passionelle, a uh, fire play and erotic wax play class. Super awesome. I'm I totally like I'm into wax play. So, like, on so much. Because I legit just started getting into, like, kinks and stuff mm-hmm. last year. Because, like, for such a long time, I never did anything. Because, like, I didn't have, like, I didn't have, like, so I was, like, almost 19. 
Same. I didn't have sex till I was eighteen. Yeah, and I was, and I was hella disappointed. I was like, Same. this I'm is like, what damn, I, I waited so for. for nothing. And this like, is what co- I waited for. It was like a couple years later. I kept continuously kept having like bad sex until like I met this one guy. It was it was still pretty like okay. And then like the first time we ever did it, this is why you always like like we had like conversation last time. You always have to ask because he just kind of just went in for the butt. There was no conversation. <laughs> it was no conversation. It was just like first. It was just he was just like eating my pussy. And then it got to my ass. I was just like, whoa, whoa. And then, boop, I was like, whoa. It's yep. a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, so, like, that's, like, because I already knew, like, I was into certain stuff mm-hmm. when I was younger because, like, what I was search up. Because, like, I've always had, I always, like, when I was watching, like, the movies, I'm like, this seems nice, but this also seems very boring. Yeah. So I knew I was already into, like, you know, rough play, all that stuff. And then I was just like, then I kind of figured, um, kind of figured out, I was like, okay, I know what I kind of like, I know what I don't kind of like. Yeah. And but I've never actually d- had it done because like I was just watching it. I've never had it done until like recently, like the first time I'm with like we recently just like we talk about almost everything. That's so, awesome. That's yeah. Good. It's like so we like always like talk about like certain stuff we like, and he's like so we've honestly he's the only first person to actually you know done stuff i actually enjoy yeah so i'm just like this so i was like yeah this is what i like this is definitely something i like and the thing about exploring is that you find out that stuff that you didn't think that you would like you do like so like i was never the type of person to be into choking i was like if you choke me i'm gonna punch the shit out of you don't do it i love choking but yeah but you have to get it done by the right person yes so it has to be someone who knows what they're doing who actually cares about how you are feeling in that moment mm-hmm. to get it done so like i don't let everybody choke me and like i guess i should have mentioned this, like i'm a switch so mm-hmm. i can be a submissive sometimes and then sometimes i'm a, a dom but when it comes to my first interactions with people i'm always a dom unless i've come to feel comfortable with you so i will be submissive for king and jasmine and tayomi black sin you know feminist mm-hmm. i will be their submissive one because they're people of color that i trust Mm-hmm. And I do not mind because I know they know what they're doing. But I do not just automatically go for the submissive role all the time because that requires a lot of trust. And people exactly. out here just doing shit because they think they know how to do it. And that's mm-hmm. not how it works. And you're not about to fuck up my life because you no just. Fuck you doing. Exactly. Yeah, because you think that you can choke somebody, but you actually like hurt someone's esophagus. Yeah. And I'm tiny, okay? I'm thin. I'm brittle. Listen, I was with the, uh, a woman. Um, she was a uh, definitely a BBW out here in these streets, Ooh. right? And she was like, choke me. I said, so I gave her a firm choke. She was like, choke me harder. I'm like, how hard you want this choke to go? Because, you know, listen, like, this is our first time we're doing this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go too hard with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm not going as hard like that ah, because. You don't know. I don't know, you know? And you say you went harder, but let's take it easy. Let me work my way up to a comfortable spot where I'm comfortable at going as hard as you are. Right. You know? So, yeah, that was, like, my first time where I was like, oh, shit, people like it hard out here in these streets. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. like, I also, because, like, I always had to say, tell him to do it because he just doesn't do it because he's just like, because even after he's like, are you sure? I'm like, yes. I always tell him. So, like, because if I don't, he won't do it. Because, like, so he's like, yeah, I just want you to be comfortable. I'm like, thank you. But I'm going to need you to choke me. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, those are things you can discuss like uh, beforehand. Like it doesn't have to be like immediately right before sex. Mm-hmm. It could just be a just chill conversation while y'all having dinner or out somewhere. Just be like, yep. you know, yep. these are things that I'm interested in, and these are things that I would like for you to incorporate in our, you know, our regular sex without me having to ask for it. And you know, if I don't like it, this is what my safe word is. Or if I don't like it, I'll use the color system: yellow, green red mm-hmm. uh green meaning go ahead yellow means hold up now mm-hmm. red means full complete stop stop what you're doing stop everything back up right and that helps that way you know you don't have to constantly say because i hate when people ask me questions during sex it's the immediate dry up for me if you ask me yo you like that nope not anymore <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> oh not anymore gosh. i'm dry as fuck now man how did that like you pull out <laughs> like I remember guys was doing this lit, like in movies or in songs like yeah you like that because it's not for us it's for you you're asking yeah, exactly. me for you with, with for your that. ego for your macho-ness yeah you like that no exactly like, like I don't like it's like you can say some things actually don't like, talk to me at all dirty things I'm okay with everyone's just like yeah you like this You, I'm like no no I don't shut the fuck up <laughs> shut up <laughs> you don't know how to talk to me correctly just don't talk Okay. Exactly. If if it's not, if what's not coming out of your mouth is dirty, I don't give a fuck. And it depends on like also how you speak dirty too, because yeah, if you just come out the bait thing that you can just be back there smacking my ass, and like yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch, yeah, <laughs> you filthy bitch, yeah. Yeah. you <laughs> nasty hoe, ain't you? Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, First of all, no. we gotta talk you gotta about be shit. subtle. Just like, <laughs> yeah, like. I don't know what you're doing, but I'm hella old school, so I'm gonna need you to like, you know, bring it back a little bit. Be respectful, like, or just be like smooth jams and R&B with it. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. It's like don't look at no homie call me a bitch because like I just had someone, I just had a random ass dude who did not even know me just call me a random bitch. I'm like, sir, you don't want these problems. So if someone I was having sex with calling bitch, I was just like, I'm skirt. Hold up, what the fuck you gonna mean? It's because right. people just assume they know like just from either how you portray yourself on Instagram or how you portray yourself in public that they can just approach you in that way. With some bullshit, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, first of all, you do not have my permission to approach me that way or to talk to me that way. And you're not going to get it thinking that you just can. And part of it is because, you know, again, being a fiery person, I'm an Aries, woo woo, uh, (laughs) I don't like people coming at me crazy. And I'll come at you just as crazy. I don't know who you thought you were. I'm the craziest person in this room right now, okay? You don't want me to pull you down and have to have a conversation with you because I'm going to do it like black moms do. Come here. If you ever in your life talk to me like that again, I will embarrass you in front of all your little friends. All right? Fix your face. Exactly. Because, like, a lot of people, they see me, and they're just like, oh, my God, you're so sweet. I'm like, you think so because when you look at me, but I'm not (laughs) because I have legit had conversations with grown men and I embarrass the fuck out of them do not come out your mouth sideways at me because I have a twin brother we fight constantly we are 22 years old but I will treat treat you like you're 10 Mm -hmm. do not come at me sideways because I will embarrass you up and down this street, this comment section. I don't care where you are or where I am. Yeah, people don't do not come how... at me sideways. And my favorite line now, because thanks to Raquel Savage, is it doesn't matter what you say. At the end of the day, you're not going to beat my ass. Because, But guess what I'm going to do? You come at me, I might beat your ass. So it's not going to happen. So, you're, so be careful. 
because this my sweet exterior my sweet face yeah i might look really sweet because i am very sweet but if you come at me sideways nah it's over more of the story too. don't try to tell y'all here yeah don't do it my like i don't think people realize how sexy manners can be and when I'm talking to people in the store, I'm always telling them, because they're like, we want to spice up our life. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, what kind of spices do you want? Because everyone's into different types of spices. There are levels to this shit. Ghost pepper you want guys. Right. You want paprika. You want jalapenos. You want salt and pepper. You want, you like, want you know, like that. Like, yeah. You want ghost peppers. You trying to, like, turn this bitch up to some Tabasco, sriracha. Like, what kind of spice would you like? Exactly. Or do you want some cinnamon? You want some nutmeg? You want no. some and, like, how much? Are you trying to salt bathe this right now? Yeah, or, like, like, what kind kind of spices where are you at right now because mm. some people like super basic and they think that's spicy and some people just want not spicy but they want something sensual that's different mm-hmm. that's more erotic that, that doesn't come off as you know being too much action or too much sensation and it's like when you tell me what exactly this you're looking for i can help and manners is what I tell people to start off with. Communication, open, honest communication in the bedroom is going to be the sexiest thing you've ever heard of in entire life. Come on it now. is. Come on now. So just, ima- like, just imagine, you know, you want to do some BDSM, but you want it to be erotic and sensual. So whoever's in charge, whether it be, you know, you or your man or whoever, make manners a mandatory thing when you talk to each other. It's so. Yes. Yeah, so you know, you're with your partner and you're like, from now on, you will say yes, ma'am, or no, ma'am, when you talk to me. Ooh. You will answer me, yes, ma'am, or no, ma'am. Yes. And if you don't, you will be punished. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the punishment is discussed beforehand, or if you discuss at that time, you'll figure it out. And then when it is, uh, especially when it comes to vibrators and using toys and stuff like that, manners become real fun. Because actually, me and my partner were legit, have been talking about this for a minute. And I've been meaning to go into the city, come into the city to look for stuff, but I don't know where to start. Cause like we've already have some toys, mm-hmm. but we like, but that's more, more looking for like, you know, dildos, vibrators type of thing. Yeah. And we don't know like where to start. And we have like ops, like we have the same schedule, but we live in opposite places. So we never can do it together. So I'm like, uh-huh. let me find something for us. But I don't know when, like what I should get. Cause I'm not like a knowledgeable on this. I would say the first thing to start with is what I tell people is start with like a basic bullet or vibrator. So like a man's penis is extra sensitive, certain size or otherwise. So what I've learned is that whether you're giving head and while you're stroking and, you know, doing all the beautiful other stuff, take that vibrator and trace it along his shaft and the underside real slow and teasing way start off really low with the vibration because not every man can handle a lot of vibration he's gonna jump he's gonna be like oh what is that yeah calmly just you know tease it on the inside you know so you know stroke it around while you're giving head or whatever and then leave it right underneath the tip of his penis just gently and that will set him off <laughs> and then when you're ready to get into positions also, using manners when you're doing the head and everything, stop in the middle of it. You see, he's liking it, stop. And he's like, whoa, 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 why are you stopping? I was like, is that how you address me? Oh, shit. Oh. Yes. No, no, I'm just saying, address me properly or I won't keep going. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am what? I would like you to keep going. Yes, ma'am. ma'am. All right. Keep going. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yes. yes. Keep going. Keep going. Yes. Edging is another play. Most guys don't think they can do edging. It's like right when you feel like he's getting going, boop, stop. 
Oh, I know about edging. Mm-hmm. Like not because I don't do it because he loves doing that shit to me. I'm just like, right? It's it's like a fun game. It it's is, like, but like, ooh, like he be he he really be like, you keep playing with me. I'm in the fight of you one day. It's the middle of this because <laughs> you really not gonna keep continue to do this. You about to fucking finish this. The aggression can be like sensual and like fun too, but taking that vibrator and going from giving head to going into doggy style. I like to put pillows underneath me because, you know, I got scoliosis on my back. I can't just be doing all kinds of positions, you know. Put me comfortable. Make sure your partner's comfortable at all times. Last night, I feel like I need to, I, oof, that was, right. I was like, we just, like, we did it, uh, we had a pillow last time, and it was so much better. This time, I was like, we're definitely going to need a pillow because. Yes. Get some liberators. They are made specifically for having sex. I bought, like, that the triangular pillows. Yeah. I have I those in my. I saw some of those I online. Some stairs, so I was I like, ooh, I'm going to get them probably. They're definitely this. worth it. Yes, they are. Get you a nice liberator or a pillow and put it underneath you. So while you're in doggy style, if you have a nice, strong vibrator that's for your clit, uh, I suggest the Sensual Point. I'm not going to lie, that shit is great. Use that on your clit or a strong, whatever your favorite clitoral toy is. Put a little bit of lubricant on it. Mm-hmm. Have that on your clit while also being penetrated. And then the simulation, the dual simulation, will have your walls clenching and you'll get moist and you'll, you know, start doing all this rocking stuff and then just stop. Oof. And it's like, why you stop? Excuse me? Is that how you dress me? Oof. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. All right. Would you like me to keep going? Yes, yes ma'am. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All right. Please. <laughs> And then there you go. So then now you're in control. And a lot of people are like, you know, I'm not used to being in control, but I want to try it. Start with manners. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. And you can start before you even in the bedroom. Just, you know, if you want to do the whole, uh, what's that word? Uh, something is dead. What is it? Phase? Chivalry. You want to do the whole chivalry oh. thing? Uh, whenever you get out the car, you're about to get into the house. Wait. Right at the door. And they're like, why aren't you going inside? Are you going to answer, open the door? Yes, I'm in control ma'am. today. Open the door. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. God Open the door. <laughs> Mike's down. face right now. It's just like he's mind blown right now. I like doors. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like doors. Yes, and you can flip it around to the being the other way too, where it doesn't feel like you as a woman or you as the submissive in the role is being completely catering to a man in that kind of, you know, demeaning way. Unless that's something that you are interested in. Mm-hmm. But it could be like, you know, from now on, you can call me Big Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, please change your Instagram name to like Big Mike. You know what I'm doing right now, Big Mike. Baby. My, my phone app. So you, you can even do a text message all at work. Tonight you're gonna call me Big Mike. Every time you see me, you answer to Big Mike. Jesus. So it's yes, Big Mike. Yep. All I right. Like that. Yep. What do you want for dinner? I'm not sure, Big Mike. Make a decision. Yes, Big Mike. Jesus Christ. Yes. I love that. Yeah, so it's just, it's just a matter of, like, using your manners. Yes, sir. No, sir. Like, King does a uh, King Sir. All his subs call him King Sir. And if you don't call him King Sir, uh, Pain and Pleasure, I definitely suggest watching that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever his sub didn't call him King Sir, she gets spanked in the ass. I love spankings. I do, too. I, I do, too. I y'all. I had... Look, 2018 ain't even over. My ass has felt some, a lot of care. This, this right cheek right here is still a little bruised from yesterday. But Same. it's it's <laughs> just about like that connection with that person, feeling like that you can trust that person. So when I went to Exotica for 
uh, New Jersey this year. I went to the dungeon. I had my fire play massage. I got rope suspended for the first time. Wow. Oh, yeah. It was super fun because I like the feeling of the rope like crossing each other across my skin, the vibration, the sensation it sends across my body. I love seeing that stuff. It looks so Shibaku, I'm sorry, uh, Shibari and Kimbaku. Yeah. yeah, it's really fun. And part of that enjoying enjoyment is the feeling of being compressed, like the weight of the rope being tied around you. I like that feeling. I like the feeling of being like, like I love really good hugs. Like, like, really tight. Yeah, I'm just like, oh. Tell you me get some good hugs, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like, I just, like, because, like, we'll just, like, if we're just laying in bed, he'll just, like, lay on top of me. I just, like, it'll just be, no- where do we do nothing? Good I love that. I don't know. I like, like, heavy. Like, if you're just, like, just kind of bigger than me and just heavy. The pressure. I love the pressure. It feels so good. I'm not going to lie. One of my kinks that I'm learning to uh, express this more verbally now, because when you express the things that you love, it comes to you. I love BBWs, especially beautiful, curvy, brown women of color. I love the idea of, like, having a BBW just, like, either lay on me or, like, compress me. I'm just like, let me get up in them arms, sis. Like, <laughs> yes, ma'am. let me sit yes, up in them ma'am. thighs and just, you know, relax myself. Like, I love curvy women. I love feeling their body. Like, I don't care how big you are. Like, you, you're beautiful. And I just love the idea of, like, being so close to them and mm-hmm. just laying with them. And being hug- Yo, I love hugs, man. So being part of the role play, it was tight, but it wasn't too tight where I felt like I was... Uh, Constricted? Yeah. So, like, I, even though I like tight things, I'm slightly claustrophobic. Same. <laughs> Like I like I was legit just thinking about this the other day. I was like just thinking about like how I don't like being in small places. Like I will freak. The I don't fuck like small out, places with large I amounts like of people. Being tight, like a really nice hug that's tight. I love that shit. I feel like that's why I've like I've always kind of been attracted like to bigger guys, but not like too big. Like if you're like a bigger dude, like I love that shit. If you're listening out there, exactly. Tay likes big dudes. I do, shit. and that's like a look he kind of shaked to my ex because like he was not a big dude; he was just tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, different strokes for different folks, and you know you figure out what you like by trial and error, which is kind of like buying sex toys. You find out what you like through trial mm. and error. So please don't go to a sex store and be like, "What's the best thing in here?" It depends on what you like and what you want. I exactly. can take a lot of ver- like vibration simulation, like high vibration toys. A lot of people can't handle it. Now, two things I want to say, right? Mm-hmm. First, uh, I mentioned the BBWs out there. Um, I want to say, uh, Jill Scott, thank you for making my week fire. Jill Scott, uh, let me praise say you, well, woman. Two. I've been known about this, but my friends are just learning, and I'm putting them on right now, but praise you. Because when I saw that video, I was like, yes. She made a comment about that. She was like, I don't know who put this old-ass snippet out there, but I've been this person. Exactly. And I was like, that's another person who influenced me in my sexuality. Like, listening to Jill Scott growing up, I was like, you love me. I was like, oh, Honey, yes. this is a different kind shit. of love. Like, exactly. she talking about some real walking in the park like, and then dark fucking late in like, I was like, oh, shit. People are like, what do you mean? That? Because everyone assumed she was like, oh, like church lady um, because of Tyler Perry. I was like, no, no, do not assume shit because of Tyler Perry. It's like, do you even listen to Jill Scott? Exactly. Because if you like, didn't did really you listen, listen to like, Jill Scott, really out Crown here Royal? after dark in the park. Crown Royal, though. Oh, like, crown royal nice. I was like, oh, shit. 
Come on, she's got man. some songs in there where she's moaning. I was like, wait a minute. Exactly. Like, just got has been this woman. She's been on She's this also shit. an Aries. Just putting that out. Yes, ma'am. She's also an Aries. Listen, saying. I put on honey molasses and things transpired. Right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But, uh, you, put on those smooth, <laughs> you put on those smooth jams. So here's the thing. Like, music is a, another part of, like, kink, too. So I... I'm totally into sensory things, so like right. touching, feeling, like touching and listening to things. So listening to certain things turns me on. Listening to certain sounds turn me on. Like music in certain ways turn me on. Like trap music can be fun to fuck to too. But I also like smooth jams and R&B from yesterday and today. I like that. that. Right. <laughs> I, I, like love that. that I love that. That, yeah. that shit gets me too. And then, you know. uh, Certain smells can also be sexual to me. Like, I love a dude who smells good. Like, if you smell good, dude, what is that? What's that, Irish Spring? Yeah, you smell real clean, my guy. What is that? Like, he came in. We were in bed one day, and he was like, we're just like, you know, just laying there hugging and stuff. And I was just like, my nigga, you smell fucking delectable. Mm -hmm. Like... Yes. You smell good. With a capital D, my nigga. Like, you smell delicious. Like, I don't know what, what this is, but you are smelling Yo. good. There's been times I've walked past guys on the street and it's like, what the fuck is that? Oh, my exactly. God. Exactly. Take your clothes off right now, my guy. You like, smell I'm good. Legit, like, yo, I'm legit, like, thinking about making a whole playlist because we won't be able to see each other for, like, a minute. I'm like... Make a playlist and make them like just gonna get candles and shit because we're gonna try some shit. It's about to go down. Yeah. And taste part of town. <laughs> taste is another sensory that I like playing with, and it's not necessarily about bodies. Like I do like the idea of like licking a nice fine man like from head to toe, but Ooh. I also am super into food. Like I'm a huge foodie. I love to eat. I was. We were talking about this. I can't. I can't do food. Re- Yo, I, I love food. food. So like the idea of someone feeding me delicious ass food. That's their turn on. I used to say when I was little, like, I'm going to marry me a man who can cook. He's going to be a five-star chef at the best restaurant in the country. Why? Because I'm going to eat good forever. And you can have whatever you want. You want 20 kids? You got 20 kids. Just make sure I eat good food every single day. That's Those it. are fucking goals right there. <laughs> a man who can cook some good ass food. That's not updated. You just have to be a person who can cook really, really good. You don't mm-hmm. have to be a man. You can be a woman. I don't care what the fuck you are. I just love to fucking eat. Honestly. So somebody feeds you waffle fries. Ooh. Yes. Are they good waffle fries? Yes. Are they like Chick-fil-A some? No, they got to be good waffle fries. They good fries. waffle fries. Like yeah. Aura Ida. You know what I mean? Ooh. Out the bag joints. Put them in the pain. Season them right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, I, I, like, I love eat. food, but I don't think I can do it in like bed. Like, just because, like, one, because I know when I eat, I don't like eating around people. Because, like, when I'm eating, this is it's not cute. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm not gonna lie, I don't eat sexy. Like, I, I eat for the pleasure of like the enjoyment of the food. As you can see, I brought food with me. Oh, no, I was like, like, as soon as it's over, I'm going to get Chipotle. <laughs> oh, a burrito? Yes. I might join you over there with that. Please, because I, I had one the other day, but I haven't had one in months. You know who makes really like, good burritos? Nora's uh, on ooh. South Street. Really? <gasps> yeah. Really? It's, I used to work on South Street. I've never... Nora's. It's a actual Mexican restaurant. Okay. Their burritos are fucking delicious. Ooh. Where's that? It's on 3rd and South. Ah, uh, next to uh, Sexpatorium and Passionale Boutique. Right in the same area? 
around the same area. It's next to the Max's ice cream rolling place. Oh, I know exactly where it's it is. It's closer to his and hers than it is to uh, I, yeah, I just okay. never went up there away because I used to work at Fat Tuesday, so I just like just go like in oh, that Fat area. Tuesdays. Girl, I'm so sorry. Huh? Fat Tuesdays. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I actually enjoyed working I at Fat Tuesdays. I see people all the time. I've been to Fat Tuesdays once just so I could go to Fat Tuesdays. Yeah. So I was like, this is alcohol and simple syrup. Y'all are out here just giving people alcohol and simple syrup. This is why y'all <laughs> fucked cheap. up so damn much. It is cheap, but people, when people are drunk. They go ham on that I shit. I was slumping there a couple years ago. I was. I had this one thing, kind of like a brain style. It was like brain crasher or whatever it was. It didn't call it a brain crasher. I don't need it. <laughs> Yo, I thought Wait, was, what color was it? It was like Was it purple? No, it was like a peach color mango. It was like Oh god, like a peach color, orange, maybe. Oh, that shit might have been new. That shit might shit old because like I have never heard of it, that. If this was like two thousand and six. Oh <laughs> you said a couple years ago, my guy. <laughs> we we out there. We out of we out of that. But it's all right. The, we had a girl who came into our store who had just been a fat Tuesdays. And I will never forget this day as long as I live. It was actually uh, one of our newest workers. It was her first weekend. Mm-hmm. She had just started that week. It was her first weekend. This lady came in and she was like, do you guys have a bathroom? And we were like, no, sorry, we don't. Uh, but Starbucks does. She said, oh, man, I really got to go. But I'm waiting for my friends. And I was like, all right. So she walks around the store a few times waiting for her friends. Her friends come in. And you know how people start doing like the pee-pee dance? Yes. So she's like, you know, doing one of these. She's like, oh, man, yeah, we got to get this, blah, 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 ha, 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 he, he, he. Funny, funny, funny. She's good. Like, she's, like, moving around a lot more now. And so she's at the counter with her stuff. And she's like, I really got to go. And I was like, man, we can hold this for you. You can go. And I wasn't paying attention. I really wasn't. And we were all at the counter. And she's ready to go. Like, she's purchased everything. She's ready to go. She stops to grab her bag. And she just stops. And all of I see is her friend in these sparkly-ass velvet boots or some shit like that. And she's like, no, bitch, you did not. And I was like, what's going on? What's happening? And I look over, and she's, like, peed on herself in Wait, the store. Wait, from Fat Tuesdays? Yes. They There's always, a whole bathroom in there. Bathrooms in there. I Yo, see them. Fat Tuesday people are the first people to be like, do y'all have a bathroom? We just came from Fat Tuesday. You think they'll let us back in? Why didn't you go before you left? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Plus, it's a bar right across the street from Fat Tuesdays in that corner right there. Yeah. Exactly. It's a bar right there. Yo. There are hella bathrooms. But, every, bathrooms. but people have to wait before they go. I don't know. It's like they think we're going to be gone when they nope. come back. I don't no, know. No, so Fat Tuesdays feel... bathrooms are usually always open. We were just standing there like, no. I remember my manager was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> it's like she just peed on our floor. And she's like, it's okay, it's natural, it's fine, it's whatever. And I was like, yes, it's natural to use the bathroom, but it's not natural for you to be a grown-ass woman and pee on yourself in a public area. It's because she drank too much. And my thing is, like, just just go to the bathroom. Honestly, honestly, Fat Tuesdays has a whole bathroom. It's actually more dangerous for you to hold yourself because here's a known fact that I learned growing up. Um, Men have the ability to hold their pee. Yes, we do. Y'all can hold your pee. Women physically cannot hold their pee. At a certain point, their bladder will just release. Yep. Wow. Yeah. You cannot, as women, we cannot hold our pee. And the longer we hold our pee, the more susceptible we are to UTIs. Yes. And yeah. So it's like the longer you spend holding your pee as a woman, the more likely you are to get a UTI afterwards. Yep. Because I've like, I've done this. Like, I haven't peed myself, thank God. But 
I like was wearing this bodysuit under like they should just have like little snaps at the bottom. Honestly, invisible. So it's like a full like on thing, yeah. and I was or only wearing it to like because it was cold out, and I had something on top of it. So I'm like, so I'm like, and it only happens when I get close to my house. Only happens when I get close to my fucking house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm at my door. I was like, oh my god, I got really out of pee. So I'm like, struggling my door, open it, I throw everything down, mm-hmm. I run up my stairs, and I'm just like take my sweatshirt like fuck i still got a yep. damn bodysuit on so i'm legit just like <laughs> and like as soon as i like get everything off you were like I one just, second right yes i just like i just go like instead of just like Ooh. y'all be wondering why we be running around places all the time honestly gotta pee. And, my, and my brother's like are you okay i was like yes i'm peeing leave me alone <laughs> he was like okay i was wearing a bodysuit yesterday and i was like after one drink i was like i have to pee Yep. And I don't want to break the seal, but I got to go. So I'm wearing a fucking bodysuit. You know what I did? I pulled that little bitch to the side. I was like, boop, 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 boop. I mean, I'm pulling this whole thing now. I'm not going to be naked in this goddamn bathroom. Uh, yeah. No, mine was like a full-on, like, full arms, like, crossover. So you, I mm-hmm. legit have to just go like this. Just. Dang, y'all go through a lot out here in these streets, man. Yeah, you see what we go through to look nice out here? Yeah, we all do. And for other people. But for us, it's, it's hard out here for a pimp. It is. I, trying to get this I respect y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I respect y'all. Cause look, I, I bought a pair of drawers, right, from um from, from the Gap. It was a two pair, right? It was boxes and the other joint in the back. I'm like, all right. The other joint in the back? Yeah, it was like, it was regular. Bo- nah, it was like regular boxes and it was like these bikini style, style briefs, oh, right? Oh, 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 like a... Oh, like a Speedo. Yeah. yeah okay. But here, here's my beef with it, though, right? It didn't have uh, it didn't have a pee hole in it. Well, no, what? bro, it's a, it's, it's a Speedo. You gotta just... I didn't know nothing about this. I put it on. I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm like... Wait, That's... can't you just like... And it was laundry day. I had, it was the last pair of drawers I had. But no, can't you just go and be like... Can't you just whip it out? <laughs> I couldn't. Like, it was... You can... I couldn't pull out the side because like, it was that snug, man. So no, I was at work. It was tight. So I had to like, you know what I mean, mosey on down to the uh, actual stalls. You know what I'm saying? Like just and slide them bad boys down. I wish I had like some like, kind of butter on the side. If I had butter, it would be easier, yo. Because you know sometimes when things is tight, you pull them down, you get ashy automatically. Yes, yes. That's what happened to me. Got to get these tight ass drawers off, man. Again, it was laundry day. You know what I mean? Last drawers I had, you left. So I had to bring them on down and do what I had to do. But it was crazy. <laughs> like The things we do. All Yo, man. Things we do. I, look. You should have sold those panties. Yo, I want this. That's thing, though. People sell panties. I, I pick because, you know, in Japan, they got whole, like, vending machines. You can or buy you old drawers and joints. Here's my thing about selling panties, though. I'm, like, I'm not going to get astrological with y'all, but, like, the conspiracy theory person in me um, won't sell my own panties because I'm afraid that, like, someone's going to use my DNA in those panties at a crime scene. And they're going to be like, we find your panties at a murder scene over in Tallahassee. I'm like, I've never been to Tallahassee. <laughs> someone <laughs> bought my panties. That's not me. But now I have to admit the fact that someone bought They can clone you, too. Because yeah. actually, a uh, girl I follow on Twitter and Instagram, I, you might have seen her. Her name is Zola. She's the one who made the um. She wrote the story, the Twitter thread about the Florida shit. Yeah, she, oh I follow her, and she said on Twitter, "So like, I'm never doing no fucking DNA test for no um, uh, I am me twenty two whatever because the government's not getting my DNA." I was just like, I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, because you never know. Because I'm black, they might try to set my ass up one day because I'm getting popping or whatever. I was just mm-hmm. like, that is true. Again, I just don't want to. 
someone to be like, oh, well, we found these panties at the scene of the crime, and the DNA matches you. And I'm just like, oh, I see, I don't need that. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, you know, sniff them in person, go for it. Like, that's whatever, but. Honestly, I feel like I would love to see something like that, but I know I'm like, I'm just not that popping here. I'm just like. Here's the thing. You don't have to be, like, popping, popping. Mm-hmm. You just have to find, like, a person who's willing to do it and pay you. That's the important part. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm like, because someone was telling me, like, yeah, you do, like, the whole pay pig thing. I'm like, pay what, what, what? Pay like, pigs. Like, there's just, like, you just, like, men. I've just, like, never just had them. one. But I'm just I'm like, can I? Yeah. Yeah. Like if, like, if I can just insult you and you send me money, I will do it all day. Well, pay pigs are, like, part of fin domination, which is financial domination, which yes. some people are, like, uh, and it's it's not as easy as it sounds, and this is what I learned from uh, Just Hitting Jasmine's fin dom webinar is like some people when they want you to dom they want you to dom their entire life Jesus. so yes. they'll be like you know you tell me what to do in the morning you tell me what i wear you tell me how I, what time i go to work you tell me how to do this like that's and it's time consuming and it's energy and then there's people who have uh live-in doms like uh yeah i actually um i met a guy on twitter who wanted me to be his fin dom and he his thing was to go to an atm and take money out and give it to his fandom. Yep. Because his his previous one actually moved. So he was like, I want you to do that for me. And I was just like, I would love to do that. But I don't know you. And I don't like meeting people in person. Here's what you do. And I try to tell people who are interested in doing sex work or being a part of like any kind of fandom, anything where sex work in general, because it's all sex work. Yeah. Um, when someone messages you online and they want your services for anything, they want to meet you and they want to do any kind of service, you tell them what the price is for you to meet them, for you to show up, for you to get up out of the bed. And you tell them you need to send me a deposit, whether it be half the amount for this full service, or you need to send me a security deposit beforehand, which means, like I always say, uh, it costs $100 flat rate for me to show up anywhere. So if you want me to get up out the bed and get dressed, it's going to cost you $100. And I need that $100 within 24 to 48 hours before our assigned date. And if I don't have it, I'm not getting out of bed. Exactly. But this man was broke. So he was like, I said 50. He's like, oh, that's a little bit of type. I'm like, 50? My. Now, what kind get of? Out, get, out my, get out my DMs. If you can't give me 50, get it, move. Like, what kind of life you trying? What kind of fin down life you trying to get? What can I do? Exactly. With, what, what were you trying to give me, bro? Exactly. 1295? Like, mm, um, What's an acceptable amount for you? You want me to come out my bed on my day off, presumably, to meet you somewhere for the first time, to watch you pull money out of your bank account. That costs more money than the money you try to pull out your bank account. Exactly. That's already $50. This is my day off. So and if you want me to leave. Like, I got it in 25, I'm not going to get my nails done. I need a tire thing. Damn. Nails, lashes, and toes, sir. This is not happening. I love this shit. But I this can be for men, too. I don't oh, think. yeah, most definitely. Yeah. But here's a question, because I had personally, right? I got two questions. One question is here. Um, is there a way, say if I did want to become a dumb, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm reading books and all that right now. But is there a way possible that I can get a mentor? Yeah. There are some people who do, like, paid mentorships. There mm-hmm. are, um, you can also, again, look up. Uh, King and Jasmine, and they can do dom training with you. Really? I was showing you the time. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Yes. Yeah, so we're going, I don't want to go too far, right? Too late. 
Oh, how did we get this that time already? I know. Fun times in the sunshine. We vibing out here. <laughs> Honestly, right? this happens all the time with us. We just be talking shit and just like yep. it just goes. So she like, showed me the time. Yeah. I'm saying, who the hell's that person? I'm like, ah, I see uh see words. She's like, look at the time. I said, oh shit, it's getting to that time. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, I looked at him like, wait a minute, I'm just making sure she doesn't be late for anything. Right. So second to last question, right? Uh, last question I have for you, right? Mm-hmm. Is this. Are there toys that guys can buy? Yes. There's a whole motherfucking section for y'all at Kind of Kingdom. There's a section for you at most times. And a lot of times people don't realize that toys that are geared towards women or vulva owners, you can also use for your penis. Like, there's nothing that you have to worry about not going into you. So, like, there are... So, bullets and clit toys do not go inside you because it's not safe anything with a wire does not go inside you because the wire can sort of circuit inside of you mm-hmm. so we can't use certain things internally we don't use certain things externally your whole genitals hole is on the outside mm-hmm. you can put anything on that shit honestly that's why i was saying using a bullet during head or doing a hand job helps uh there are sleeves that you can use masturbation sleeves flashlights a really popular brand uh, they're textured on the inside, so you can feel different things. Some of them look like vaginas, some of them don't. Uh, there are, what else are there? There's vibrating toys as well that you can put on. Cock rings are another thing that you can use. Cock rings help restore the blood, f- or keep the blood flow in your shaft, so you have a harder, stronger erection for longer. Oh, Wrap that cock yeah, ring around your balls, and now you won't come as fast. There's that. There's all kinds of things. There's prostate toys, which a lot of guys are not, like, super into because they're like oh no man i'm not putting nothing in my butt that makes me gay that's not how gay works Ugh, it's not I how hate, gay works I, oof, I hate, i'm, I'm sorry people. that your love button your g-spot as i would say is in your ass i didn't put it there i'm just telling you that prostate stimulation is healthy for you and it's going to be the best orgasm that you've probably ever had so just give it a try with someone that you trust lube lube and then more lube more lube lube and more lube there are toys out there for men you just have to figure out what kind of stimulation you want there are toys that like fit just on the head of your penis and they create vibration on the head of your penis or they suck on the head of your penis there are there's so many different types of toys all kinds it just depends on what you want god damn this has been an incredible episode it really has. This, I've learned so much. Me yeah, too. and that's just what's been happening this year. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? I would like to add you to the list of possible returning guests. Yeah, definitely. We can we can get real kinky in here. I'm down with that. You down with that? Yes, I am completely down. Like my friend ZT, because he's gonna love me saying his name up here. He one, he's in love with your voice. He loves your voice. He fucking loves it. He found you hilarious. Thank and he much. loves when you talk about spicy shit. So I would spicy love to do that. Let's do it. I'm down. Let's do it. The last toy I would tell you about, since you mentioned that you and your partner aren't going to see each other for a while, mm-hmm. is the Kiru. And the Kiru is really good for a lot of cam girls because what it is is there's a couple set and there's like the separate pieces. So there's a vibrator for you. And that vibrator responds to the touch of the person who has the other toy. So if it's a girl, uh, as the girl uses the vibrator inside her, you feel what she feels as she strokes the toy. And as you use your toy inside of you, that other person feels it in their vibrator. 
And how it works with the fleshlight is that the person strokes the outside of the fleshlight, it controls the vibration and feeling of your toy. And then as you use the toy, it controls the feeling and the suction and vibration of the inside of the fleshlight of their toy. And then you can connect that via Bluetooth so you can see each other and feel each other at the same time. That is crazy. There's also vibrating panties that you can get that work across country, like across the globe. I've seen those. That's crazy. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, sex toy technology is getting wild. I love every single new thing that I see. Even the crazy shit. They have lube that smells like pussy. Vibrating panties because he'll fuck around and do my shit while I'm at work. So I'm like, oh, (laughs) It's fun to use for yourself, too. Going out, you know, be like, you know, today I'm just going to go out for myself. Mm-hmm. Go to the club. There's vibrating panties that vibrate to the sound of voice or the sound Ooh. of music. Have that remote for yourself. Get that voice. Get the remote to someone else. Give the big mic. Yeah, big mic in the big house mic. right now. <laughs> By the way, I, while you were talking, I went on my phone on Instagram. I changed my, my, uh, my main account. Big it's big mic, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Big, big mic. mic. Big mic all day, every day. Word. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Um. This has been an incredible episode of the Wiz New Black Show, and I knew it was going to be fire. As soon as you said, yes, I'll do it, I said, yo, it's going to be a fire-ass show. Because <laughs> you didn't know who the Gus was until, what, yesterday, yeah. right? Surprise. I was like, let me see, should be down with the get down. And he was down with it. So of I said, course. yes, indeed. So, uh, This is like a part one, because there's a whole yeah. other shit that you... Like, I did want to talk about uh, inter- getting this stuff into like the black community and like yes. oh. how we can... Yes, because I, I got an inbox today from my, on my alternate uh, IG account, which is how we communicate. And one was like, it's always good to meet people of color who are in the community, because it's just so rare and people who are open with it. Yeah. It's always great to have that kind of thing. So next show we're doing... Is it going to be on that? So after we wrap up, we're going to figure out the availability for all of us. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make that happen. I'm putting that in pen. Okay. Most definitely. All right. So this has been episode 46. God damn it. I'm sorry, 46. Uh, you know, uh, I see what you're doing. I try. I try. <laughs> I try. You know what I'm saying? Um, I am your host, Mike Bion. I am Positive Dotse. And we have here. The naturally kinky goddess Hilanta. Yes, indeed. And the show is done. Peace and love. Can't wait to come back. Yes, indeed. Same. Yay!